the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as I learn. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Father, I just want to thank you that the Holy Spirit is here with us today, and you will minister through your word to our people and those that are watching on the television back in Africa, in Nigeria. Touch your heart today with your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Uh, the title of my message is Spoken Words. Spoken Words. You know, I've come to realize something. I think maybe people who are not Christians understand the power of spoken words to change people's lives and their thinking based on words and words alone. When I came to this United States, the word homophobic didn't exist. I never heard the word homophobic. And some people came around because they wanted to change the minds of the people of the United States to make them willing to let people who are of the same sex get married, which is contrary to the word of God. And so they came up with this word homophobic. And then they start repeating it. And they say, you don't agree for a man and to marry another man. No, you are homophobic. And so using the words over and over, people's minds began, began to change. Even Christians start tolerating it. Say, well, they can live that way and it's okay. I, I just don't mind about it. No, you can't do that. You are either with Christ and gathering with him, or you are against him. Once you stand on the other side, and you tolerate it, you are already against him, because you are against his word. And so they came up with that word, homophobic. And Christians and everybody alike, they are afraid. I'm, I'm not homophobic, I tolerate you guys. And they changed the whole United States. Now, they can get married. Just words. Transgender. Oh, you can't say anything about that. So everybody is afraid to talk to them because they changed them. And Christians' minds have been changed. They changed their mind. They tolerate it. They argue with you. And say so they use words. And the, the words I'm sharing today, anything you do is racism. I mean, you can say, well, I don't allow, I don't think that's right. Racism. And so it's, it's, it's a word that they pick, and these people, they sit together. You don't know this, but I saw a, 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 an episode where they sit together and they plan. And they are using words to change the minds of people. But we have a greater word to change the minds of people. We have to speak the words coming from the scriptures to change the minds of people. We have the eternal word of God that we can use to change our lives and use to change the lives of people around us. We just have to speak. But we are so afraid to speak these days and we don't speak the word. And so the enemy is having his way. We can also plan like they plan. Let's come up with a word to put it, put it out. 
Jesus loves you. And let everybody be saying it. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Things will change. Because of the word. Salvation comes only through spoken words. You have to understand that. Salvation comes through only spoken words. You can believe in Jesus in your heart and go to church, but until you speak, nothing happens. He won't hit you. He won't change your life. I remember when I was saved newly, I, I, I considered, how am I going to continue to live this Christian life? But then I got a hold of witnessing. <laughs> Just telling people about Jesus. Telling them, I'm a saved man. God has changed my life. And all of that. I don't do that stuff anymore. And that was the old man. And that old man is dead. I don't do what you're asking me to do. Please don't offer me your beer. I don't drink. I don't do any of this stuff. And the more I said those words, the more the joy of the Lord came within me. And the more I didn't want to go there. Because of spoken words. You have to speak it to be saved. Not just believe it, but it has to come from your mouth. It's so important. We pray with people. Ministers have developed it. Say after me. You know what they are doing? They are getting you to speak the word. That's what it is. Pray with me. Say these words after me. They are getting you to speak the word. Because when you speak the word, it hits you. That's when the Spirit of God hits you through His Word and begins to change your life. And your thinking changes. And if He didn't do it, you didn't get it. If He didn't change your life, it hasn't hit you yet. But when He hits you, something is going to change. Your thinking is going to change. Listen to these words. Romans chapter 10 verse 7. It says, Who will descend, don't say, it says, don't say, who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? To be saved, what does it say? What did God say concerning being saved? He says, the word is near you. He's a word. Everything you do with God is your words. The word is near you. And you go, where's the word near me? The word I've spoken to you is near you. And in your mouth. This is an amazing thing. You hear the word and it's near you and it's already in your mouth waiting for you to speak. Hallelujah. He's waiting for you to speak. Because until you speak, he's only in your mouth and he's not doing much in your mouth. Speak it. The word is near you and in your mouth and in your heart. So both places, think about it. God is the one saying this. When you hear the word, it's already in your heart and in your mouth, in your heart and your mouth. And he's waiting for you to do something about it. And the thing is with, speak it. Any area of the Christian life. When you read the word, that word is near you. 
And no matter what area you're dealing with, whether it's your marriage, your finances, there is a word that addresses it. And once you have gotten a hold of that word, then the word is near you and in your heart waiting for you to speak the word because that's what's going to change things. Both in your life and the lives of those around you. That's why they came up with words that they speak these days. They repeat it over and over again. And I keep saying, why do you say these words? Because what they say will change the minds of people. And then they begin to say the same things. And before long, everybody's saying the same thing. And everybody's afraid. And I've gone away from the Lord. So, it says, the word is near you in your mouth. That is the word of faith which we preach. Notice, it says that if you, conditional, if you will confess the word, if you will confess with your mouth, not my mouth, your mouth, not another person's mouth, your mouth, God is saying you need to confess it with your mouth. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, basically you say Jesus is Lord, but the Lord Jesus, guess who the Lord Jesus is? He's the Word. He's the Word of God. From Genesis to Revelation, that's the Lord Jesus. So anything that you see from there, that's what He's asking you to confess for your salvation, for your freedom. He wants you to speak the word. And don't speak anything else. Because your flesh wants you to speak something different. Because of how you're feeling. Because of what they say to you. You want to speak something different. No! Don't go there. Go with the word and continue to speak that word. That's what we should do. The word is near you and in your mouth. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus... And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved. No doubt about it. You will be saved. Once you can say it and you believe it in your heart, there is no way your life is not going to change. Because the word of God says you will be saved. That's when you know you're saved. And it hits you. And your life is ne- can never be the same again. When you, when you can say the word. Spoken words are so important. It's all over scriptures. You got to speak the word. You have to speak the word. But then it tells you the reason. It says very clearly there. For with the heart, one believes, what? Unto righteousness. You're already righteous. <laughs> But the deliverance is not there. You understand? You believe in your heart. You're righteous before God. He knows you're righteous. <laughs> you're righteous, but you haven't spoken anything. You're going to go through a lot of difficulties. Because he says this very clearly. With your mouth, you confess. Confession is made unto what? Freedom. Freedom. Salvation is Freedom. So you're already righteous. That's clear. But the righteous must speak. Amen? The righteous must speak. And when you speak, then you enter into salvation. If you speak something contrary, that's where you enter. Because that's what you believe in your heart. 
And that's what you're speaking. That's what you're going to get. And we're influenced by all these things coming at us to make us change our confession. To make you, that's what the devil's work is. Just to make you change your confession. He brings all these troubles so that you begin to say, well, I, I really don't know, I think I feel this. It has nothing to do with feelings. It's the word. It's the word, not how you feel. The word is very important. It's the word of God. Your progress and prosperity in life depends on your confession. And confessing the word of God. The Bible tells us that in King James, there is a more sure word of prophecy. A more sure word of prophecy. Prophecy from people is, is okay. But there is a more sure word of prophecy, which is the scriptures. The scriptures. I can get excited about prophecy, but this is more. There's more here. And God wants you to find out what's here and begin to speak those words. That's where your prosperity will come from. Listen to what God says. Again, speaking the words. In Joshua 1 verse 8, you know the scripture. This book of the law, this book of the law shall not what? Depart from your mouth. Are you going to fill your Bible this way? Mm. Mm. He's not departing from my mouth. Mm -hmm. Is that what he's talking about? No. He's asking, it should never, the scripture should never depart from your mouth. You must always be saying what the scripture says constantly. This book of the law should not, should, shall never depart from your mouth. Can I hear what? Amen. amen. That's amen. Don't let it get out of your mouth. No matter what the enemy is coming at you with, don't let the confession of God's word be changed. Amen. You still speak the word, no matter what's going on. Because that's the word that's going to bring you salvation. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. You keep thinking about the word and what God said. These days, most of the time, even in my sleep, I, I'm always going through uh, Psalm 23. I wake up with it, go to sleep with it. As soon as I, it, just, so it just comes out very natural for me. It's just something comes in my spirit, and I say it, and then I say other scriptures. But I'm still lying down, saying nothing, but it's going on in my head, constantly, constantly. And in my prayer these days, I follow those scriptures very carefully, because it says very clearly, clearly there, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I'm not afraid. My wife will tell you. I'm not concerned. I will fear no evil because you are with me. Your, the, the, the book of the law, that brings me comfort. Right? And then he says after that, you are with me, your rod and your staff comfort me. Then he says after that, he prepares a table before me 
in the presence of my enemies. So I'm telling God, it's time for me to go to the table. I've been through the valley of the shadow of death. It's time. That's why this thing comes in my... I need the table right now. Amen. Take me to the table. I've already been through the valley of the shadow of death. I need to go to the table. That's my prayer. So I don't let go of that scripture. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So that goes in my head. And when I wake up, then I start speaking it from my mouth. I can't do it when Angela is still sleeping. (laughs) I have to wait after I'm up and I'm up the room. Then, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, let me get back to the table. I need the table. That's my prayer. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in, in it day and night. Listen to what it does. That you may observe. You cannot observe until you are speaking it. You cannot be obedient to the word of God because it's spiritual. It's not natural. It's not something you can do by yourself. And most of all your energies, you can't do this. This is a spiritual work. And so the Bible says when you meditate and you speak, that is when you are able to observe, to do according to all that is written in the book. Outside it, there's no way you can do it. You meditate and you speak it. And then things begin to change. You won't even, so many times, you are not even aware things are changing until somebody tells you, what's going on in your life? You're different. And you go, really? Then you catch it. Because the work changes you. The word of God changes you. Slowly but surely taking you where he wants you. So that's very important. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Listen. Meditation and speaking the word enables you to do everything that the Bible requires of you. Isn't that pleasant? That is so good. All I need to do is speak the word and meditate and then my body lines up with the word. And I can do what the word says and then I can get the reward. For then, when you do that, then when you have done all of these things, you're speaking the word, you're meditating in the word and you are able to do what it says, then you will make your way what? Prosperous. You guys are looking at me like, Huh? Really? You make, God said that you will make your way prosperous and then you will have what? Good success. How many of you like success? I like success. I like my home paid for. That's success. I don't live for that. I live for the word. And I speak the word. You know, a lot of people want people... The scripture has already said this. I can need you to pray for me. That's fine. But I know what the Bible says. I can also speak the word for over my own life. It's even stronger when you speak the word over your life than somebody else speaking the word over your life. Because it's coming from their mouth and it's not coming from your mouth. 
So you, it's better when you speak it over your life. This is what I want. This is what the scripture says. And that's what I'm going to do. Can I hear an amen? That's so important. So important. I don't have to look to anybody. I look to the word and God. I can listen to get knowledge and understanding and how to go over. But I have to do it. I have to meditate on it. I have, and when you meditate on the word of God and you begin to speak it, then your faith gets to another level. Then you can receive. Because you are speaking the word constantly. It becomes a part of you. And it's the word of God. It changes you. So you got good success. On the other hand, listen to what it says. Proverbs 18 verse 21. We know this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. A lot of people have been destroying their whole lives. <laughs> and their finances. And their family. You know, I think about my own country. It's it, it just my mind thinking. I mean, I'm talking about Nigeria. Since I was a kid, they've been saying one word about the government. Corrupt. Corrupt. They keep saying it. They're still saying it. Guess what they get? Corrupt. Corrupt. One government is more corrupt than... The the current government is more corrupt than the previous one. And so they're looking back. Because they've been saying the word constantly. I'm not belittling my country, but in my mind I'm thinking, why do we say these things? Why do we curse the country? And keep saying it. And and we mean it. They believe this. This is true. I I have to speak the truth. (laughs) The truth may not, in your way, your truth is not what God wants. (laughs) I have to speak the truth. That's what's going on. Speak something different. If my people who are called by my name, then begin to speak something different about the country. God's going to do something but We speak evil stuff and we don't realize we are cursing the country and maybe some people even curse their children. You're not going to amount to anything in life. I know you. I know what you do, what you're up to. They speak all these things and they think they're just speaking words. You are cursing death. Life and death are in the words. Power of the tongue. Your words. So rather than speaking those words, speak life. I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Maybe your words and your prayers over your nation can change things. After you've repented for the nation and you pray and speak things good about the nation, instead of putting the nation down and putting everything down because you are this, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican. That doesn't matter what what you believe. That's just something in the flesh. Speak what God says over the country and watch the country grow and prosper and watch God change things. The world cannot lie. The world cannot lie. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So your tongue has the power to cause death. And your tongue has the power to cause life. This is spoken by God himself. And if you ignore it, you pay the price. That's what the word of God tells us. 
And those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. If you want to speak, just keep speaking. Speaking death over your finances. It's good to say, well, the, the Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. What's, what's next? Why don't you say that? That is forever established. I don't know how I can feed my children. I've never been able to feed my children for all these years. Where am I going to get the money to pay the bill? Whatever. That's not what God told you to speak. Amen? That's not what God told you to speak. He can trust in him. I remember the story sometime I heard way back there. There was a lady that they, I don't know if they really had much revelation, but they were really hurting this elderly woman with these kids. And she was always praying to God. And God, after she prays, God will answer her prayer and provide for her. And one time, this was really bad, really, really bad. She was crying out to God. She had a neighbor that hated her because she went to church and always was teasing her that, why can't your God provide for you? You're always crying, you know, doing all this stuff. And one, this one time, she was really desperate. She was crying out to God. And he came to, this fellow came to her, her door and was listening to the prayer and the crying inside. And this stupid woman. He's crying out to God. Let God give her. So after a while, he felt sorry for her. And then he went out and bought all the groceries. And brought to her door. And left it by her door while she was still inside praying. And then uh, finally, he was watching to see what uh, she would do. And then finally, she came out of her house and saw those groceries. And she was rejoicing. Oh, the Lord has provided for me. The Lord has given. He came out and said, God didn't provide. I bought those things for you. I bought the groceries for you. Well, God went and gave it. And she was quiet for a while. And she says, oh, thank you, Jesus. You even made an infidel to buy my groceries for me. <laughs> Glory to God. And he, this woman, you lost your mind. <laughs> we can always trust God. Amen? We can, we can always trust God. Listen to this. A false mouth is his destruction. Proverbs 18 verse 7. And his lips are the snare of his soul. A fool's mouth. It doesn't mean you are a fool when you don't list, speak these words. Guess what you are? A fool. Your mouth is your destruction. Okay? And you are taken by the words of your mouth. Proverbs 6 verse 2. The Bible says you are snared by the words of your mouth. Basically, you are taken captive by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. I'm just giving a lot of scriptures concerning this so we can understand this and how important it is what you speak. 
Proverbs 21 verse 23 says, Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. If you watch what you say and you allow your words to line up with God's word, you keep yourself from a lot of trouble. So many of the troubles we go through is because of what we are saying, according to this scripture, right? The troubles, if you can keep your mouth and can guard your mouth and do, say what is right, all the time you will get a lot of peace in your life and your needs are going to be met. The mouth is the issue here. The mouth is the issue. Another scripture, Matthew 12, 36, 37. Jesus said, but I say to you that for every idle word that men may speak. What is an idle word? An idle word that says something that has nothing to do with the word of God. And you're thinking, every, Jesus said, every idle word that men, that's you and I, may speak, they will give account. Why would you give account of a word that you spoke? Because your word is doing some damage or good. What you are saying is doing some damage in somebody's life or your life. And Jesus said you are going to give account for every idle word that you speak. An idle word is a word that doesn't produce anything good in people's lives. That's an idle word. And God says you are going to give account on that day. Imagine... Your account, giving account, your judgment is based on what you've said. Because what you've said affected your life and what you did and what you did to other people. Because of what you said. I want to let you know the power of the spoken words. The words you speak mean a lot. And you may say, you know, that's just the way I feel. Well, it doesn't matter how you feel. I think I'm right because that's the way it is. I'm just going to tell you the truth. No, if the truth is not according to the word of God, it's wrong. You're lying. It's not the truth. The truth will set you free. Only when you speak the truth. And you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. So you know the truth, but you can know the truth without speaking the truth and it does nothing in your life. It's only when you start saying it and you are flippant about it, that's what testimony is. Because testimony seals your deliverance when you speak it. So God wants you to testify. And don't hesitate. When you hesitate to testify, the enemy has his way back. So, for by your words you shall be justified, meaning God will free you made righteous, and by your words, you will be condemned. That's so important. I like this uh, scripture from Ecclesiastes. I have a lot of scriptures just to put this thing to you so you can fully get it. He says in Ecclesiastes uh, 5 verse 6, Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. You get it? It's your mouth. Everything is what you speak. 
Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin, nor say before the messenger of God that it was an error. (laughs) Why should God be angry at you, at your excuse, and destroy the works of your hands? Why? Your mouth. Your mouth and what you say can cause your flesh to sin. If that's the case, your mouth can also cause your flesh to do what's right. When you speak what is right, your mouth will cause your flesh. That's what it meant. It says, let this book of the the law not depart from your mouth. That you may be able to do. Because if it doesn't depart from your mouth, then you are able to do what's right before God. Let your words be pleasing to God. What you say. It's better not to say anything than to just speak because you just feel that way. You're hurting yourself and you're hurting other people as well. It says, let the words of my mouth. See how important it is? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. So we can say words that are not acceptable in God's sight. But this man, David, he was crying out to God, I want not the way I live, let the words that I speak and the meditations of my heart, which we saw in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, is the meditation and the words of your mouth. Let them be pleasing to God. And when they are pleasing to God, they change things in your life. They will. They'll change things in your life. This is the truth. Spoken words. Spoken words. Lives have been changed for evil and for good because they listen to one and they listen or listen to the other. Your life is completely transformed, changed. And you can't see it. They tell you, your life, what, why are you doing this? Well, I'm right. Because that's the way that you feel. You, the word, the words, the negative words you're hearing to change your mind. I've seen Christians I endorse things. Pastor Larry talked to me about some of this. They endorse things that is God. How can they allow this? In my mind, where how did they get there? It's frightening because of the things they've been hearing, and it's not the word of God, or they hear words that are twisted from the word of God, and they accept it and make it their gospel, and then before you know, they are as wicked as the unbeliever. And they still tell you, we are okay. Blind. Because of the words that are coming from their mouth. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing, acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God is your strength and your redeemer. And when your words are acceptable to him, then he becomes your strength. And he becomes your redeemer in different areas of your life. Your family life. Your finances. Your children. Your marriage. All of these things come together. Not by complaining about what somebody did to you in the past and all of that and speaking those things. 
And you have to say, yeah, maybe we need some counseling. But when you start speaking the word of God and you stay with the word of God, he'll change those things. Slowly but surely, the light will come to you. Because it's the word of God. Another scripture that relates to that. He says, the lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. If you are not righteous, <laughs> you don't know what is acceptable to speak. You just say words. But again, you can see that everything goes back to the word. What you speak. What you speak. God created all things by his word. I know that you know, most messages on speaking, spoken word comes from you know, the creation. But if you look at the Genesis account, you know, the thing that really stuck out to me, because I felt like God was trying to make a statement. All God could have said, and God created all these things by speaking these words. Uh, he created those, everything by speaking words. One, the sun. Two, the moon, uh, the earth, everything else that he created. And just list them like that. That's, not, that's the way we do things. One, two, three, four, five. But God will always say, and God said. And then he goes back and tells you what has happened. And then he goes back again and says, and God said. And then God said. What is he trying to do? He's trying to help us understand because we are in his image. He he wants us to understand that our words matter. Because you were created in God's very image, your words can change things. You were not only created in his, his image, but his likeness as well. So you are like God when he created you, and that still remains, especially for those that have been saved. You are recreated. You are a new creature. And so your words are very powerful. That's why you can speak a word over somebody and they get healed. And did you heal them? Did you know how it happened? No. You just spoke some words from the scriptures that you believe. And you lay your hands on them, and things change automatically right before your eyes. Why? Because of the words that you believe. And if you don't believe those words, you never pray that way. You, you can't do it. You got to do it. God created, the Bible says, by the word of the Lord, Psalm 33, verse 6, the heavens were made. And all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. And I'm going to show you some other scriptures. That's so important. In Psalm 81, verse 10, the Bible says, I've always seen this thing different, but this time I see it differently. By the word of the Lord, sorry, verse 31, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. What did he say to do? So you want to just open your mouth and be walking around with open mouth? Is that what you want to do? My mouth is open. My mouth is open. My mouth is open. Is that what God is saying? Speak! Speak! Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Basically, what God is saying, speak the word. Speak the word, and I will accomplish it if you speak the word. 
open your mouth wide. In other words, don't stop speaking, okay? Don't stop. Just keep speaking everything you get from the Word. Go back to work and say, I found something new in the Scriptures. Huh? Really? And then you say it to them. And you say, you believe that? Yes, I believe that. And find another person, say the same thing. And you find another scripture, ah, I found another scripture. And then you keep doing that. Guess what? You are opening your mouth wide. And God is going to fill it. And fulfill those scriptures in your life. Amen? That's the way it works. It's the word of God. We speak it. We speak that word. <laughs> you know when you speak the word Romans uh, I mean Proverbs 12 verse 14 it says a man will be satisfied with good by what? Ah, I really saw some fruit I see some grapes coming from your mouth right now <laughs> right? <laughs> That's, when you speak those words I mean everything is with the spoken word and never disagree with the word, even if you don't understand it. Because as you speak it, by and by, you will understand what he's saying. And then it will work in your life. A man will be satisfied, Proverbs 12, verse 14, with good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of a man's hand will be rendered to him. Proverbs 13, verse 2 a man, the same thing, shall eat well by what? Can you see a lot of stuff by the mouth? Watch what you say. Amen? Watch what you say. Because your words are very powerful. You need to speak what is right from the word of God. That's what we need to be speaking. I see this scripture here. For you, O Lord, Proverbs 5, verse 12, will bless the righteous, not may, will. So if, God, if you are righteous, the blessing belongs to you. God has already said it, but you need to speak it over your life. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor you will surround him as with a shield. So God has already said he will surround you with favor and he will bless you as a righteous person. So what you go doing, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. There's a song that says that. I'm blessed, you know. Because I'm a righteous person. And I need, some people need people to preach and say, favor upon your life. That's good. But I will say it upon my own life. Can I hear an amen? amen? I don't just need somebody telling me favor for me. That's good. I bless you with favor. God's put favor on you. But the scripture has already told you that you are surrounded with favor as with a shield. So I need to confess that. They can confess it over my life. But I also need to confess it over my own life. Because I have to use my own mouth. Amen? I have to use my own mouth. If you shall confess with your mouth what God has said. So I know what God has said. Somebody can pray favor over my life. That's good. But I need to proclaim that favor over my own life. 
Because I'm looking at the word of God and the word of God is right. And I've got to do it. Amen? That's very important. It's good for the preacher to do it for over you. That's great. But I want to do it over my own life as well. When I'm out from the preacher, I'm going to do it to myself. To myself. I hear it from the preacher. He shows me the truth. Then I go out and I begin to speak those words over my life. Amen? Spoken words. To speak those things. Even if it doesn't make sense. Even if you think nothing is going to change. <laughs> He's the word of God. He's forever established in heaven. Amen? He's forever established in heaven. And it's going to work. And I've already told you this scripture. Surely. You know what that means? You want to define surely? <laughs> what surely really means? Right? This is God speaking. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I speak, speak that over your life constantly. Constantly. Speak that over your life. It may seem like you're doing nothing, but believe me, in the heavens, your words matter. And things are changing. And even if you're going, if you're here and you're going through some difficult time, say this scripture over and over again. And after a while, what's going to happen is your heart become enlarged and strengthened. And you're sure. And you lose the fear. And you begin to trust God and waiting for God to show up. And guess what? He will show up according to his word. He will show up. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And always remember this. It says, I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous. You cannot be forsaken. No matter what's going on, you cannot be forsaken. And your descendants will not beg bread. Amen. Do we believe this? It's going to be well. I've always believed for my family. I know my children, they're going to do well in life. Because, not because of my power, and not because of Angela and I are such great parents, and we have all these truths. <laughs> to raise them up. But we depend on the Lord. And know according to his word, he says, your descendants will not beg bread and they will do well in life. Speak those words over your children. If you've been speaking words that are negative over them because of what you see with your eyes and what they're doing, change your language. Begin to speak good things over them. Speak good things over the United States of America. Speak good things about Nigeria as well. <laughs> Amen? Speak good things about Nigeria. We are reaching out to them with the gospel. We want something good. So I'm speaking blessing over them. That things will change for them. And things will be better for them. And that people, including ministers and Christians, will change the way they are speaking over their nation. And think about the good things. Acknowledge what's going on, but don't speak those things. Speak what is right. Amen? Yeah. 
Would you stand up this morning? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know that God wanted you to hear this today. I'm very sure, especially those watching on television. Uh, God wants you to hear this. And it may not be a screaming scripture, or the word message, but this is very vital. This is the key principle, what you speak. Because that's the first thing in the beginning. And God said, and we were created in his image. Adam named every animal and everything. He, he wasn't talking to God. It's what came through his mind. You're a lion. That's the name. That's what they're going to be. You have the same principle working in your life today. And you can do that. Amen? This is uh, kind of tricky. Because I want the prayer partners that I choose, please come up. <laughs> and I'm not going to fall out. <laughs> Angela, you come on. If you, if you have, <laughs> this is the right time, okay? <laughs> if you have any needs and you need somebody to agree, Matthew 18, 18 tells us, if two shall agree concerning anything on the earth, God's going to do it. So if you have any need, would you please come and agree with somebody? Doesn't mean you, you don't know the scriptures. It just means you are agreeing with somebody. Can you come? Pastor Andy, I know you wanted to come. Speak the right words. Amen. Speak. There's nothing to fear because God is in your life. Amen. No matter what's coming at you, you have no reason to be afraid because God is in your life. Only what we need to do is speak what God said to us. Meditate on those words and God will do it for us. Amen. And those of you watching over television, God's ministering to you as well. <laughs> 